This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. If you're looking for upside, I think Tyquan Thornton is probably the upside hold, like grab and hold. Um, you know, he scored two touchdowns in relief of Kendrick Bourne. It's possible Bourne misses this week, and if he does, Thornton is in play. Uh, either way, like I said, it makes sense to pick him up as a prospective ad in case he ends up getting more playing time. He was hurt to start the year. Um, now he's getting healthy, and he looks healthy in this game. So that we just saw. So the Patriots drafted him in the second round. He's very fast. We saw that. Yeah. We saw that speed uh, on that end around that he got uh, for the touchdown. And um, somebody that I, I think I'll be looking to pick up if you're just looking for somebody who has some upside maybe later in the year. Yeah, I, I like it. You know, so suddenly this Patriots offense looks decently dynamic. You know, they have a couple guys at wide receiver with Devontae Parker kind of showing, um, turning back the clock a little bit. Jacoby Myers being a reliable target. Now Tyquan Thornton being the gadget guy that they have. I like the way they used him last week. They did have a lot of possessions. Um, they ran a lot of plays because the Browns were turning the ball over a lot. And uh, it was just a rough game for them. But, you know, the offense, I had written them off with Mac Jones out as being, you know, completely, a fa- pretty much a fantasy wasteland outside Ramondre Stevenson. But um, it looks like Bailey Zappi's quarterback in it to the point where, you know, we can actually rely on a couple of Patriots receivers. Um, Tyquan Thornton is, I think, the upside guy out of their receiver room. Devontae Parker, you know, he's pretty solid. He has a decent floor. And Jacoby Myers, too, also with the floor. I don't have a problem with any of these guys, but Tyquan Thornton, I, I'd pick him up if he's on the waiver wire. Damian Williams uh, can potentially come back this week. I have him here at number 17. He's a prospective ad uh, to see if he just leaps in front of Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley and just gets all the work. It is possible because he was slated to be the number one running back coming into the year for the Falcons. So he's a deeper ad uh, if you don't have much running back depth, right? Just to see what happens there. Like if I only have like two usable running backs, right? I would probably pick up Damian Williams, put him on my bench and see what happens because that running back depth is always important. And if one of your running backs gets hurt, you know, you like, all right, I'm glad I picked up Damian Williams because, oh, look, he's their RB1 again. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. You know, they do run the ball a lot. I, I, you know, if this ends up being like a three-man timeshare or a two-man timeshare, I'm probably not interested anymore. Um, but I'm I'm only picking him up, picking him up in case they, they had him slated to be the guy. Um, yeah. You know, obviously Cordell Patterson is going to come back soon. He's going to be involved. But for now, Damian Williams could be that guy. And it's something to keep an eye on. Yeah. And as we know, you know, Arthur Smith isn't dialed into fantasy football. He told us this isn't fantasy football. They're just trying to win. And it's weird because it's kind of working, you know, without throwing the ball to their playmakers and Kyle Pitts and Drake London. And there hasn't been any one guy at running back for the Falcons, even with Cordero Patterson out. You know, they've been able to get it done on offense. Or actually, I think I saw a post somewhere that's the ninth highest scoring offense so far the Falcons have. So they're not getting it done with the playmakers that you think they are. I, 
I think Damian Williams, I think he's a perspective ad just because, you know, he hasn't had his turn yet. So because, well, because he's been off the field, but he, he might get his turn, um, his at bat this week um, if he plays. So I, I like Damian Williams as an ad. Uh, I have Hunter Henry here. Uh, his raw participation was over 80% each of the last two weeks. Uh, one with Janu, one without. That led him to getting five and seven targets over the last two games. Have to be cautious with him, but if you really need a tight end, he should be available on most waiver wires. Um, Stefan here in the comments is asking, you know, how do we feel about Daniel Bellinger? You know, he's evolving the Giants offense as just a rookie and seems to have a stable floor with some touchdown upside every week. Uh, and yeah, that's what it seems like to me as well. I think Daniel Bellinger, uh, you know, if you need a tight end, need someone to just fill in, get, get you a couple points. Um, you know, I think you're right. You know, he has shown a, a floor. He's just scored a touchdown this past week. Um, you know, and it's really him and Wandell Robinson at this point being the two guys, you know, getting, being very involved in the passing game. Even Saquon isn't like a, really involved in the passing game a ton. You know, he's yeah. getting a few targets every game, but I was expecting Saquon to potentially be getting like six, seven targets a game, honestly, <laughs> coming into the year because they just didn't have anybody, right? Uh, right. But that's not the case. But that's a really good point by Stefan. Appreciate you, man. Um, and then I have Kyron Williams here at number 19. Williams was supposedly, you know, going to be part of this backfield rotation before he got hurt in the preseason. So right. with Cam Akers done with LA, Dale Henderson, you know, not showing anything so special, you know, Williams can have some appeal once he's back off of IR. So he's a stash right now. You're likely going to have to keep him on your bench for a couple of weeks before he can do anything for you. But there's a little bit of an opening, potentially, in this Rams backfield right now. Yeah, I don't think that the Rams are too happy with where they're at at running back right now. Obviously, Cam Akers are shopping him, so he's kind of out of the picture. And Daryl Henderson, you know, they've had him. He's been a decent fill-in for them, but he's not a game-changing running back. Um, I thought that maybe he'd be a bigger factor in the offense. Um, this season, but that hasn't been the case because the offense just doesn't look the same. Um, I, I think Kyron Williams, anybody really has an outside shot of getting some work in this backfield. Um, I think it would be wrong to write Kyron Williams off. He might be a little bit, but, um, you know, take advantage. We're telling you to hope to get him now, go get him now. And then, you know, reap the rewards later. I, I think, I don't think the Rams move for a running back at this point, you know, at the trade deadline, you know, there are a couple of reports saying that the Rams are interested in Christian McCaffrey, but I don't think they have the capital to make a move like that. And I don't think they're interested in signing anybody, um, not signing anybody, trading for anybody. That's not going to be a higher impact player than Daryl Henderson. There's not many players. Now, if the Rams are go get Kareem Hunt, you know, I might change my tune. But as of right now, Kyron Williams looks like a pretty good pickup. Wow, that would be nice. Wouldn't it? Can you, like, if, imagine. If Kareem Hunt went to the Rams? Yeah, that'd be, imagine. Nice. that'd be nice. And I think that's not completely out of the realm of possibility. You know, I don't think that Kareem Hunt is a guy that's going to be, you know, a couple first round picks like the Panthers want for Christian McCaffrey. Um, no, I, I you could probably that, get him for a fourth. You could probably get him for a fourth rounder. Yeah. So that would, that would be interesting. I think to see if Kareem Hunt maybe gets moved because he hasn't been playing very well. He had a good, I think first week with the Browns, but he hasn't been playing very well. He hasn't been getting many touches. Actually, I think he was out out touched by Darius Johnson last week. Um, so, just something to keep on the radar, especially if you're a Kareem Hunt manager. You know, the things could get better if he would move. And I think now that I'm talking about it, the Rams might be an ideal destination. <laughs> Zach just convinced himself on the podcast that that he should be looking into more Kareem Hunt shares. He I needs to be. I, I think he needs to be moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> Kenyon Drake, I have him here at number 20. We talked about him, you know. <laughs> the only way, like, I want, I'm going to play him this week, 
is if J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, yeah, and Justice Hill all don't play. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much when I'm going to play Kenyon Drake at this point, despite him having a big game last week. All right. Um, that's it, man. Um, so I, I, Jared brought up, uh, what about Cade Otten? Um, you know, obviously with Cameron Bray's injury, you know, it does make sense to pick up Otten as a prospective ad. He could see a high route participation, uh, you know, with Bray out. And we've seen Brady, you know, target tight ends on this offense. So I'm, I'm perfectly fine picking up uh, Otten. It seems like he does need a fourth target, you know, behind, you know, Godwin, behind Mike Evans behind his running backs so i think otten could have a role especially in the in the red zone yeah no i, I think that's true you know cameron Braid out the next man up in a tom brady quarterback offense you know i think he's worth a fantasy pickup you know i think so i, I think i think that's fair even though the bucks it's weird because like the superpowers of yesteryear uh you know 2021 the rams and the bucks all these teams that were good aren't doing as good offensively this season i still think that it's it's worth it you know because the Buccaneers aren't a bad team. Let's go over a couple of quarterback streamers for this week. You know, Jared Goff was dropped, you know, over the bye. Would you would you be comfortable starting Jared Goff in Dallas this week? It's tough. Um, I don't like the matchup against Dallas's defense. I think Dallas's defense will do much better than they did last week. Um, they had their first, you know, iffy week of the season this season. I think that the Cowboys defense is still going to do their thing. Not to say that. Um, the Lions won't be able to produce at all. But I think that if the Cowboys offense looks any better than it has, this game could be pretty easily in the hands of the Cowboys. Uh, I think that you can start Jared Goff in a pinch, but I'd rather start an, another guy. You know, there are other guys. I mean, they led, they, they limited Jalen Hurts to only 16.9 fantasy points. Okay, that's Jalen right. Hurts. Right, yeah. they limited Matt, uh, Joe Burrow only to 16 fantasy points. Everybody else, Tom Brady, they limited him to 10 fantasy points in week one. So, you know, there are there are they have been playing pretty well. So yeah, I would be yep. a little bit iffy um, to be playing Jared Goff this week, uh, despite him being a, a solid streamer all all year all year round. Um, we'll if it happens, gonna... to, yeah. If it happens to be a shootout, you know, yeah. Then you know Jared Goff might have a little bit more value. I don't anticipate that, but you know, if the Cowboys' offense looks good, then there's a chance that they might be playing catch up, negative game script the whole game. For sure. Jimmy Garoppolo going up against Kansas City. I think he is a solid streamer uh, in in this game. Uh, we saw him give it all, you know, the target distribution was very top heavy. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel this past week when they were trying to catch up uh, in a good matchup and they all did their thing and Jimmy had a decent day in terms of in terms of fantasy. This week yeah. go, going up against KC, very similar situation here where they're going to probably be down because, because 49ers defense is banged up. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So I can see Patrick Mahomes putting up some points, and they're gonna have to throw the ball. So I, I can see them having a good day. Uh, all those rec- all those receivers, as well as Jimmy G. So I do like him as a a solid streamer this week. All right. Um. Let's see. Uh, Justin Fields against New England. You know, I can see him doing his thing again. 
Um, he looked a lot better than last week. And, you know, what really matters here is, is if he can get those rushing yards up. And if he can, I'm okay starting him. Right. Matt Ryan against Tennessee. I think that's a decent matchup there. Um, I think he can do his thing depending on, you know, who ends up starting for the saints. Like if, if James Winston ends up starting for the saints this Thursday, instead of, um, Andy Dalton, because Andy Dalton did end up having a back injury in this game, so he might not end up playing. Um, keep an eye on that. I, I don't know if I love him just because he's going to be out Michael Thomas. Love, He's going to be out Jarvis Landry. He's, he's just going to have Chris Olave pretty much. So I'm yeah. not, And he's going to have Kamara, obviously. So he's an okay stream for me. But once those guys come back, that's when I really like the New Orleans quarterback situation. Yeah. And that's about it. Um, Marcus Mariota, you know, he's been getting it done for you, so you could play him. Um, and you know, you can play him because like, you know, he's been getting done on the ground game. You know, the one time we recommended Marcus Mario this week, this year, he didn't go off. He had a terrible game. Um, yeah. so, you know, but you know, it is what you get. It's what happens. Like when you're trying to stream quarterbacks, sometimes it doesn't work out. Um, Jacoby Brissett going up against Baltimore, you know, he could have a, a, a good day just because, you know, Baltimore secondary, you know, they've been playing better over the past couple of weeks. Um, but you know, we, we, you can really tell how good they looked last week, um, you know, against that team. But uh, I think he's, he, his weapons are going to have some in this game, uh, Najoku and Amari Cooper and Diamond Peoples-Jones, where I think he can throw up two touchdowns in like, you know, 275 yards or something like that. And that'll be a good enough day for a streamer for you. Yeah, he's been a relatively serviceable, you know, quarterback since taking over. He hasn't really left you out to dry outside of last week. He came in with a single-digit fancy performance. But um, outside of that, I think he's had 14 points every week. So he's a good fill-in for now. I would say so. Um, a couple of defensive streamers I like. Uh, I'm okay playing New Orleans against Arizona um, this yeah. week. I am okay playing, let's see, um, looking at who's available, who's you know less than 50% rostered. That's about it, honestly. Oh, yeah. I, I like, I like uh, Miami against Pittsburgh at home. Uh, with Mitch Trubisky most likely starting this week. That's true. Uh, yeah. That could be a good one. And um, you know what? This little sneak. The Jets at home against Denver. Kind of like that okay. one. Yeah, I kind of do You know too. what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah. the, uh, the Broncos you look have at confirmed the, if, that they're no good. It, it's funny because if you look at the projected points, the Jets are one of the lowest Yeah, <laughs> for this week, but I kind of like them. The Jets defense the way has they been played playing last, well. Yeah, the way they played last week last week or two days ago yeah i i think the jets defense might be worth a pickup i think so i think so all right i think that'll do it guys uh appreciate you appreciate everybody who has listened um and uh yeah thanks for thanks for listening to the podcast really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving us um the podcast has been growing a little bit because of you guys um what would what would help us even more is if you subscribed to the podcast so if you're on apple podcast just hit the little plus sign on the top right on the podcast that would mean the world to us that helps us out believe it or not um a ton and uh if you're on spotify same thing if you could subscribe to the podcast uh that'll be amazing if you can write a review on either platform that would mean the world to us we appreciate you guys thank you so much i'll talk to you guys later for zach for faraz see ya